Welcome to the Intern Whisper Live, the show all about internships and how to excel and do well. This is Matt. This is Abby. This is Isabella. I have to tell you guys, you really are having radio announcer voice. I don't know if it's because our <laughs> really? volume is up, but like, damn, you guys sound like radio personalities. I think it is the volume. Yeah, yeah. probably <laughs> most likely the volume. Okay, and we do have a guest, and just so our guests know, you have to be about two inches away from the microphone. This is Toby Walker. Say hey. hello. Hey, hello. My name is Toby. Nice to meet you, Toby. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We're going to continue going through stuff here, just so you know, Toby. So a reminder to our listeners, you can listen to us live on the air. The phone number is 407-582-2906. And you can also chat with us online through Interim Pursuits Facebook Live Chat. All right. Coming up up on this episode of the Intern Whisperer Live, we have Intern Pursuit Updates, Recognition, and Awards, and our Wildcard Wednesday topic, Using Social Media Responsibly. Yeah, and how people can find us. You can find Intern Pursuit on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can find Intern Pursuit Game on Facebook and Twitter. And you know what? I just came to realize that it was not supposed to be Intern Game. It's supposed to be Intern Pursuit GM. Like, that's the hashtag for it. So I'm going to have to make a correction in there, just so you guys know. And again, you can listen to us live on MixLR.com forward slash Valencia College Radio and follow the intern whisper, whisper, whisper. Okay, so did All you right. like that? Yeah. <laughs> you can watch us uh, I actually again. I thought it was an echo. I was looking around. I was like, what? You can watch us live on Facebook and call us live on the air, 407-582-2906, and chat with us live on Facebook. I Please sure hope somebody it. does that tonight. Tonight's the night. I think so. All right, let's thank our first patron of the night, RB Advisory. RB Advisory offers cybersecurity services to businesses worldwide. They are security specialists for cloud, computer, network, and compliance issues. RB Advisory addresses active threats to organizations, patching network vulnerabilities, and preventing future attacks to your business and information. Their website is rbadvisoryllc.com. Thank you, RB Advisory, for being a patron of the Intern Whisperer. Intern pursuit updates. I'm going to do those, and then there's going to be a, a surprise that nobody is going to know about. All right, so oh. updates. <laughs> I am going to New York. Ooh. I applied to Tori Birch. She is a fashion designer, global, international, well-known fashion designer. That's why you brought her up. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And I get to go to New York and meet her. So it's a very small, intimate group of women that are in this Embrace Ambition event that's been all week long. Friday night is the last night. It's in New York. There's been in different cities throughout uh, this whole week, like Philadelphia, um, uh, just a bunch of cities. I I won't even name them all. Anyway, so New York is the last night. So I'm flying up, going to the Brooklyn Museum, to have an intimate conversation where there's a small five panelists and they're going to talk about their entrepreneurial journey because it's kicking off her own um, program, the Tory Birch Foundation, Mm -hmm. which is people, women can apply to the program and they select 50 people, 50 companies um, to be participating in her own accelerator, I'll say program. And you get to pitch, and it comes with $5,000 to further your education. 
and just really cool things. And wow. there is an opportunity to meet her at this event. In the fashion industry, they are not always really uh, responsible employers. So I would like to be able to discuss that and get her stamp of approval on intern pursuit. <laughs> That's My great. hope is that she'll say, yes, let's work together. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. You have a celebrity. Oh my God. Yeah. Like if she would just even, even do that. So I'm going to make sure it said embrace ambition, but it's going to say uh, Tori Birch also in the um, hashtag. So just so you guys know, anyway, so there's that. And this week I also um, found out I was, uh, I had applied to the NASDAQ accelerator program. It's in California. And I got invited to be in their base camp program. So it is something where they're hitting, you get your own group of private mentors, and they are there to help the company with their milestones and sales goals. So I'm excited about that. They make introductions, and that's great. Um, I will be a guest on SCORE Radio. They have a live radio show. I'm going in on the 21st. I think it's a pre-recorded, and then it's played live later. Mm -hmm. So I've got to get more information. But if it is live, we'll make sure our listeners know how they can follow the show. They have approximately 10,000 listeners. So Oh. Yeah. So quite an install base there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. SCORE's been around for a while. It's a nonprofit organization that helps startups to be able to um, get educational programming and also launch. They help write business plans. Um, other updates, I went to Rollins College Career Fair and had 45 resumes come in the door. Wow. wow. So all of these people, I'm asking them to sign up on our platform so we can make sure we have students. The goal is to have 500 students in intern pursuit by the end of this month, guys. Wow. So that means 100 wow. students from every school, from UCF, from Rollins, from Seminole State, from um, Valencia, and Full Sail. So I've scheduled tabling events to get students to sign up, and um, which leads us into we are still taking applications for brand ambassadors who connect to employers and student influencers whose job is to get other students to sign up for Interim Pursuit. So people can find that on internpursuit.tech forward slash careers to check out the job descriptions. And I did a sale today. Oh. Yay. Yeah. Yay. So I have to do 18 sales this month. So that's one down. Well, the one month down. just began. So. Yeah. yeah. And I am going to ask Tori Birch. So yeah. maybe that would be, <laughs> that maybe. Would be awesome. I think I'd say that counts as more than one. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to ask for that. And those are our intern pursuit updates for all of those lovers of entrepreneurship and startup world. Now, our Wild Card Wednesday topic is using social media responsibly. And we're going to touch on identity theft, how to protect your social accounts, um, what employers look at on social channels, and taking a break, meaning setting boundaries so that you have a healthy outlook on social media. All right, it's time to thank our second patron of the night, Simplicity Solutions Group. Simplicity Solutions Group specializes in web design, development, hybrid, and custom web apps built on proprietary application framework. They help businesses thrive in the digital age from web design to records management software. Their website is simplicitysolutionsgroup.com. Thank you, Simplicity Solutions Group, for being a patron for the Intern Whisper Live.
So Toby is a drop-in guest on our show, and this is kind of fun. We haven't done this before. I think we did it once where we had a drop-in guest. And you guys know nothing about him. No. Yeah. Total <laughs> surprise, right? Yeah. Um, I did. I think I did work on a video for him. Oh, you did? That's did. right. Right. He was the intern. He was an intern. And he had worked on your video that you submitted for Y Combinator. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, Remember, you have to be super close to him. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I edited that. that little clip that Isabella sent me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Hopefully, it worked. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, Toby, um, why don't you guys go ahead and ask him, like, how we know each other? Well, obviously, I just said Starter Studio. Um, but we'll spend a little time getting to know Toby as the guest, and he's going to be jumping in here. So, like, three minutes. Um, ask him whatever you want for three minutes. <laughs> and keep it short, Toby. Okay. Right. Let's go. Go ahead, Matt. You go first. Um, you know you... nothing about his company, do you? No. What 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 company do you work for or oh. have or? The name of my startup is on Backbone Technologies, and basically what it does is, you know how cars have Carfax? Yeah. We're developing a Carfax system for construction equipment. Oh. That's, oh. that's just like the basic, you know, idea, and um, yeah, that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So is that like an underserved? Yeah, um, it's, it's something which simply doesn't exist right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. and if we can possibly pull this off, it'll be something really big, so um, that's what we're working on all the time, and um Within the next one month to six weeks, we should have our MVP out. Wow, that's really cool. Congratulations. It's yeah. a good idea. Thank, oh, it's thank a you. Good idea. I've never thank heard you. Of yeah, but it seems obvious. It when does, right? For yeah. some reason, you, you think someone might have thought about this already. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, we're going to be talking about how to use social media responsibly. So, when I was researching this information, um, have you guys ever heard of the dark web? Yes. Okay. Yes. Dark web. You can only say it in a whisper. Dark yeah. web. Yeah. Okay. So now, yeah. And this is what happened. So I'm looking at data, you know, information about using social media responsibly. And I pull up some information. And then it starts talking about how people are using the dark web. And I research dark web all of oh. a sudden. And I click on a page, a link for dark web. And I'm thinking it, I still think it was safe. But two other pages opened up, mm. and I couldn't get them to close. And I went, my computer just got hijacked. Oh. I was like oh. afraid. How, was that recent? That, it was today when I was oh. doing all of the show notes. So yeah, well, I turned I my it's, computer it's very, off. It's very hard to access the dark web. I have you never. A, I've never tried. But, yeah, uh, I, have neither. Friend, I have a friend who Well, I did. did <laughs> uh, you need, you need a... So, the dark web, what is it for our listeners? It says, the dark web is a part of the internet that isn't indexed by search engines. So it's hard to find. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of looking for hitmen to kill kill somebody. It's like that. There's a a lot of uh, bad stuff going on on the web from, you know, arranged hits on people. I read. Um, didn't you can we buy do passports this? there too, oh. and, uh, and they're fake or yeah. dead people. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But didn't we talk about this on a previous episode and how people were ordering things and there's like body parts in a yeah. box and do you guys? Was that with you guys? Um, no, no it's not with I've, Matt. I don't no, know. I don't remember that. I, do not <laughs> I feel like I would. It might have no. been a show with Khalil and Jason. 
Probably. Like out of remembered sh- shipping body parts. Yeah. It's like cut off fingers. Like there was a, a cut off finger in the box. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of the dark web? Yeah, I've heard about about the dark web before. What have you read? Um the dark web contains like a whole bunch of like unsavory things. Basically mm-hmm. things that aren't mm-hmm. that I'll say are not like legal as of right now. Go on like happen on the dark web. I mean, like stuff like drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm. st- I mean, just stuff that's just straight out illegal. Yeah, there's a huge market for a yeah. lot of things, including mm. guns, drugs. There's even yeah. child pornography, sadly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's a very uh, sketchy place. Yeah, yeah. you should you should never even attempt to go in there. Yeah. You, you, well, I wasn't, but I didn't mm, think that yeah. even just a search exactly. was going to yield something. No, anyway, can, they can put get you on the grid. It's very dangerous. So. Yeah. So, so there was that. But when I was looking at how to use social media responsibly, um, data theft was like a really mm-hmm. big deal. Mm-hmm. Really big deal. And that's pretty scary. And, you know, since our audience is listeners, and then it's also, hey, look, I joined. <laughs> I was right there. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you, for you me, us. for joining my show. <laughs> um, so it... It was talking about how, um, well, I'll read one of the statistics. It says, data theft is big business. And my source was Javelin Strategy. And this was 2018. It was end of the year uh, information. So they said the number of identity theft victims in the U.S. rose from 16.7 million in 2017. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. Yeah, that was scary. And then the cost of all of that lost data amounts to over $17 billion. That's insane. Wow. Wow. That is insane. Yeah. And one of the things, I'm going to kind of skip down a little bit, um, but they were talking about, uh, oh, here, children are increasingly the victims of identity fraud because children have been targeted for social security numbers. You know, when you have a child Mm -hmm. and now... You can get a social security number for them right as soon as they're, you know, you su- as soon as you have the baby. There's somebody there, and they can get a number assigned. And they're t- saying that um, children's identity at that young age are being taken, um, and that there's over one million children were involved in ID theft victims in 2017. That is crazy to me, especially since as a kid we had such limited access to the internet. But see, you know what's you know what makes this really scary too is that you won't know that your identity was taken until you go and get your first job or you open a bank account. So think how long somebody can be running (coughs) around with your that person, that child's identity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like personally, I think like the real big problem is. Nowadays, kids tend to like um, have more access, like like the internet, and also like um, mm-hmm. smartphones, and but not a newborn. Not a newborn, but, but I like, mean, like kids are like you know ten years old, and and it would be, like even people who are who are like ten years old mm-hmm. do not like really understand like how much like stealing people's ID yeah. matters. Yeah, and they're very. Um, they really do not like to take precautions when, you know... Especially you know, with video things. games where they make profiles using their real names, maybe. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah using exactly. Using their real address to purchase items. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Really, really big hook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, 
continuing, social security numbers, credit card numbers, and other personal identity factors can be stolen and sold on the dark web. And that's really hard for, like, the FBI and CIA. CIA. That's where this information is reported. And I, I don't think that students honestly think about this stuff when they're putting things out there. I had um, also had a conversation with somebody, and they said, you know what, thieves, they, they troll social channels. Mm-hmm. And if you say, hey, I'm going to be on vacation, you know, and you've put somewhere in your in your Facebook or whatever, you know, they can figure out where you live because you can drop pinpoints. And when you do that in your social feed, then people can figure out where you live. They can come and break into your house or, if you don't lock it, get into your house and also take your mail. And people don't think about the stuff that they're putting out there on social. And I think especially students don't because you guys are kind of like little puppies, I guess. You're so innocent and cute and everything. Because if you haven't thought about that, um, you know, it can get, yeah. hit you. And it messes sure up your, yep. your credit and your Especially ability to graduate and everything. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. So that was pretty interesting. And um, if I may also just ask um, just real fast, a real quick question. Are there like any ways which like you know about, you know about whereby people can try to figure out if their identity has been stolen. Are there any ways like yeah. services? Yeah, there's yeah, there's absolutely services out there. Normally you don't know that until you're either filing your income tax. Okay. Um your bank account's been compromised, mm-hmm. you know, like you have no money because there's skimmers over in like who was it? Somebody I think it was somebody at the office, Toby. We both work out of Starter Studio. And actually, Toby sits next to, we, we're neighbors. His, yeah. <laughs> his desk office is right next to my desk office. So uh, finger quotes for our listeners. Um, anyway, somebody was saying how they had gone to get gas, and they put their yeah. credit card in. And w- was it you guys? No. Okay. That's somebody, I thought it was at the office. And their um, credit card got compromised, and somebody started tra- charging. Just from a gas station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they rigged the. Uh, they can put a scanner little, or something. Let's get like like sidetracked. Just like say like real quick, which is like part of why, whenever I buy gas, I always go inside to pay. Yeah, I never same pay. Here. I don't, I pay I don't trust machine. that. Yeah, I don't trust the. Uh, That's just something to do. The little machines they have outside, they're too yeah. easily compromisable. Like yeah, because like there's like there's some like um really small devices. Which we can place on top of like like on um, the car. Yeah, and they're supposed mm. to be like clear. Yeah, you can't even tell. It's like a clear plastic exactly. under the co- cover. Exactly. And so, it's uh, scanning your cards. Yep. Well, now I'm gonna have to think about that. I need to buy gas soon. <laughs> <And laughs> You're gonna be paying for it inside yeah. the station now. Yeah, maybe. It's only a couple steps. Well, exactly. sometimes it's a little more, but safety first. It's not worth your credit card information, I would say. I would no, take the steps. No, no. So when you ask that question, Toby, um, I would say it's when a card has been compromised, uh, filing your income tax, that's sometimes how people find out about that. Um, cards have been denied. And what would be the uh, other other thing that's usually... Yeah, that's usually it. Is anything that's using criminals get caught your with your card? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, what the, you like the credit is. company might call you and say like, "Hey, did you make all these really big purchases at a random?" No, you place? really can't do that because my my card was stolen one time. Um, 
if you if somebody is using your card and they do purchases under a hundred dollars, so they could do ninety nine dollars. Um, they can charge that. Some of the banks also say if it's less than 50. So they go into like 7-Elevens and they'll go buy a bunch of beer, a bunch of cigarettes. As long as it's below that $50 mm. or that $100, depending on the bank, oh. they can go and get it. And they never have to do a PIN number. They don't have to sign anything. They just swipe it and go. And then they take all of that and turn around and sell it. See, my dad's credit card was compromised, but mm-hmm. they weren't smart enough to make small purchases. They were making like purchases well over two hundred dollars at a time. Yeah, but that so means the credit they took his noticed. pin number. They had to have taken his pin number. Well, it was no, a credit card. I, I know, but still, even with credit cards, you either have to enter your your zip code or the pin number. But also, what um, banks and and like like credit card companies tend to do in general is after a while, their their systems like kind of like figure out that like here's where where you live and work. Based yeah. like all your purchases, like when I first moved down here to Orlando, um, my card actually got, got like like um, shut down by the bank because I'd never made like the purchases or I was making the purchases. So I had to call the bank and they were like, "Did you make all these purchases?" I was like, "Yeah," and then they they opened the card. Yeah, right. Yeah, so there are a whole bunch of ways ways around around that that banks are trying to like you know use to like solve the problem yeah they, they must have some protocol yeah to deal with situations like this it's i can tell you what off. i had to do when my when my credit uh my debit credit cards were taken um i i went and filed a police report so they do that then it takes anywhere from two three four weeks for them to build the case i wasn't waiting for it i went around and i had to call my bank and tell them what had happened, um, and they would immediately put a you know cancel the card. I was able to follow the um, the banking history of, of where the charge history, and I went to every single one of those places. And there were um, seven seven, and he moved fast, super fast. In the course of two hours, he went from Winter Park on Lee Road all the way to Edgewater, seven different places. And was charging things, and I spoke to every single one of those clerks, um, and I asked them if they had cameras. They did, and I said, "Well, get that video done, and let me have copies of the receipts." And I slapped it back down on the the detective's desk the next day, and I said, "Here's your case. <laughs> now get out there and go get that person," because <laughs> I was, I'll say, angry, really, really angry, because there's a different I word I want to use. Of course, yeah. yeah. Because what he took, he, he had taken my purse. He took a cinder block, threw it through the front right um, window of the car, took my purse, which was locked what? inside of the car. It had my passport. It had my driver's license. It, it was around the holidays. So it had $300 of cash. It also had probably about $800 of gift cards that oh I had received. So I was really angry. And more than anything, I wanted that passport and the driver's license back. And so this is what happened. Later that week, my driver's license ends up on the ledge of a bank drive through And they call me and say, hey, we've got your driver's license. So I, and That's... it turns out that his cousin was one of the people at one of the, it will not name the, um, gas station at a gas station and i said listen if you will please get tell your cousin i want my purse back with everything in it 
I will, I will not press charges. I will ask, and I was serious, because I wanted my stuff back more than anything. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Well, he went to jail. He went to prison. Wow. Well, some yeah. people are scum, and they deserve well, to be in prison. Well, no, so. they, were, they have issues. You know, yeah. Some people are, but some people have issues. I think we kind of got off track. We were talking <laughs> yeah. about social media. Yeah. And we went on a whole different tangent. So getting back on track, social media, using it responsibly. Okay, so over 790 million identities were stolen in the U.S. in 2016. 791 million. That's a lot of people. I don't even know how many people are in the United States. It's it's like, yeah. How many? 325 million. Around there, yeah. Yeah. I don't okay, know. Okay, so twice as many. Million. Yeah. Yeah, Almost twice as many twice identities. Wow. Yeah, so each person has two and a half identities. So we're wow. around there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 143 million Americans faced an increased risk of identity theft after a major Equifax hack stole millions of social security numbers, birthdays, addresses, and even some driver's license numbers. And yeah, that that's came from a scary Motley thing Fool. that happened. Because mm-hmm. they, they did that happened to PlayStation. Like, yeah. what was that, last year or the year before? It was like two years ago, I think, yeah. Yeah, and people buy stuff on mm-hmm. PlayStation. And yeah, they you put have to a put lot. in your credit card information, your full name. Mm-hmm. And someone hacked it. And someone hacked into PlayStation Network accounts, and it was a huge it was ordeal. A hu- yeah. Can you imagine? Now, I don't know if Google has been compromised, this is the thing. Google, the biggest internet provider we have, and part of the terms and conditions that you agree to are that they can access and monitor your drive, your emails, everything that you put out there. I don't think people pay attention. We never read terms and conditions. Nope. It's the same on the social channels. You, as the person using the social channel, are waiving any, any potential lawsuit you would have against them I mean, you can waive it. That doesn't mean that you can't win a class action suit. But nonetheless, you're saying that you're not going to sue or hold them responsible if anything is taken. Think of how much money people put their credit cards, you know, through apps on your, you know, Facebook. I can boost something on Facebook. I can go and buy things off of Facebook. Mm -hmm. And that's huge. People's identity can get taken that way. Hey, Jason, we miss you. (laughs) Congratulations on your job. Okay. So the other part of it is how employers use social media to be able to see, gee, is this an employee I want to have working for me? Mm -hmm. Really, you honestly don't even have to do background checks. Like you can look at well, just you look, can, you should. You definitely should, but yeah, yeah. but you can look, just look at someone's profile yeah. and see yeah. who they are. Yeah, yeah. and you it's, see it's what kind weird. of stuff they're putting out there, and you go, "Gee, is this somebody I really want to work with?" They put all of their personal life out there. Yeah, you should be careful with uh, what you share. Yeah, you I'm going to use this as an know. example. Yeah. When I was working at Rollins College, one of the students that interned in our office. Um, she she came to me and she goes, oh my God, look at what my friend put on social, and this is this is rated R for our listeners. If there's <laughs> any young children around, um, her one of her good friends said, hey, I'm so embarrassed. She writes this on Facebook. 
I'm so embarrassed. My mom walked in while we were just, I was just about to have sex with my, my girlfriend. It was girl on girl too. Mm -hmm. And it's like, who puts that stuff in? This is like, you can take it down, but if anybody took it or shared it, it's like, yeah, you can't. Once you put something on the internet, it's pretty much there forever. It's there. Even if you delete it. People don't They don't think. Yeah, they just don't realize that saying that kind of stuff. So that's part of haunt you in the long run. Part of being responsible, right? Don't put something out there that you wouldn't actually say to your grandmother, your your pastor, whoever. The most (laughs) conservative person is that you can imagine. Don't put it out there. I almost went into cardiac arrest when when my grandmother sent me a friend request a couple years ago. Was it for real? She did for Facebook. Yeah. Why did that surprise you? She knew how to do it. Uh, well, it surprised me. I was like, now i got to watch my mouth on Facebook. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, okay. it was censoring you. Yeah, I was like, I can't. Now I have to be careful because uh, she likes almost everything I, I share and post. Do you think that was a bad thing, though? No. It makes really. you a better person, don't you think? I mean, I guess, yeah. Um, plus, I'm, I'm an adult already. Sometimes I do share things that she doesn't agree with, and she's like, mm, I don't know about that. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. But, you know. Well, she I, is one of our big fans. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she's tuned in tonight, but yeah. Nonetheless, I think that having um, accountability is a good thing Mm -hmm. and having people that help hold us accountable, you know, so it helps us to guard our words more carefully, which really leads into the next uh, point. Your words have bigger impact than you think. Social media will feel small because you know you're you're just connecting to the people that you think are in your own inner circle. However, what's most interesting is you type a few words and you hit send and you don't think about it. Mm-mm. And yet it can have a huge impact because people don't hear your voice. They don't honestly, yeah, that was like a a noise, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't hear sure your voice. Was. They don't know where the intonation is. They're trying to mm-hmm. figure out like did you mean that? Are you being sarcastic or are you like, you know, what is it? You know, do you really And they can say hurtful things because they're just in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, I don't really understand the need to share very personal issues with people. Mhm. I mean, well, such a wide that's audience a, that's a, yeah, of people. That's, that's a line that's Pretty much blurred nowadays. I, I go to sometimes I just go to Facebook to just look at funny videos, mm-hmm. and I see people just posting these long posts of just very personal stuff, and I'm like, I did not need to know about that. Yeah, you the rest of the world. So why don't you just keep that type of stuff for yourself? Yeah, it's like keep your laundry in the basket, yeah. right? Yeah, um, and be careful because that's like some. It was. It happened a couple weeks ago where. Somebody just posted something very personal, and I was like, the world does not need to know about this. I'm sorry, but... And now it's here forever, and every time I look at you, I'm just going to think of that little situation you had that you made public. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really hard to look at you after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so it's important for our listeners, especially our, our younger listeners that are usually the college-age students, mm-hmm. to think before you go and post some things. Um, Some employers, when they're looking at your feeds, also at student feeds, they wanna see, gosh, are you out drinking? Are you partying? Are you um, really highly, um, you share a lot of 
opinions about political issues, mm -hmm. things that are controversial, and that will be a determination yeah. as to if they want to hire you. I think people don't think about that. Now, there's also grown adults that honestly yeah. do that too, mm -hmm. um, but I don't. I don't understand it. I don't believe it should be a factor, but still, you know, you should be careful with what you mm -hmm. put out there. Yeah. yeah, think first, wait. Yeah, because you're entitled to your own opinion and sure. all that, and that shouldn't prevent you from getting a job. But you know, just the way you present yourself is important. Yeah. What I so. think is a good practice, and tell me what you guys all think, is it's really good to put positive things out there, mm. um, motivational, encouraging words. If people would stay on that side of what they post on social, I think we'd it it it, it becomes this like la la land of you know like no that's not really real. Um, some of the things that I will watch on social. Are uh, and they're they're kind of sad, but there's always a happy ending, and it's an animal that's been hurt, um, like yeah. hit mm -hmm. by a car or something. And, it's and like, it shows the process of recovery. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. and they're saving the animal, right? Yeah, and so I I'll watch those because there's still a positive ending on mm -hmm. it, and it's inspiring. But I also see it as the really harsh dark side of people and i think that that's really extreme in that instance but i think that people put stuff out there without thinking and about the impact that their words have and they become bullies and that was one of the things <clears throat> that was also in doing the research is how bullying is a big problem on the internet right it is yeah have you guys ever do you have an example, or have you ever experienced it um, on your side? Cyberbullying? Yeah. Uh, no, I Not got into social media no. when I was very, when I was in high school. Yeah, me too. And people weren't about that, at least in my high school. Um, but I, I do know of, of a case back home of a girl who got cyberbullied viciously, and she's not the same way she used to be anymore because of it. So it really left a huge mark. Mm-hmm. Some people have even committed suicide. Yeah. Children. Yep. First hand. Exactly. Because it can, yeah. it could just, you can just joke about it as you're commenting on somebody's picture, but you don't know any yeah. what impact that's going to have on that Exactly. Person. The impact they, of your they're words. They're having a bad day or they have low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. you know. Oops. That's not me. That's somebody else's. Oh, it's Toby. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Now it's on silent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um then the next part that was brought up is using it um part of leadership and what people women specifically post on social it's meaning um it says part of leadership especially for women means acknowledging that your influence depends on trust that means demonstrating you understand that the power you yield wield wield so I read that without any of the context. Why, why, why was it especially for women? Because women are um, kind of catty. You know, they'll, they'll say things like, and it's not very appropriate. They're not mm -hmm. always kind to each other. And we need to remember that, you know, where we are very influential. Um, women are very relational. 
And they'll tend to um, say, oh, that dress that you wore, mm, I don't know, might consider something else. And it's one of those things that can be really hurtful, especially like if it's a leader. Now, if for myself, I'll use myself as the example. Um, when I am putting something on social, and it was, and I totally missed this, it was Employee Appreciation Day, I think it was mm. last Friday, Thursday, and I totally missed it. And I had every intention of putting something out there and naming every single person, you know, games, software, you guys, you know, all right. of the others, um, and acknowledging them, and it just totally slipped by me. Now, that was an opportunity to use it for uh, something very positive, very good. However, when you miss it and somebody you know, within the company could have gone and said, oh, well, it was National Employee Day, but thanks a lot. You know, then my response coming back, I can either take the high road and go, you're absolutely right. I'm sorry, I should have acknowledged that. And, you know, here I'm going to give shout-outs to everybody, blah, blah, blah. I still have the intention of doing it. Right. However, intentions are great. Actions speak louder. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyway, it's just uh, addressing the fact that women... And, and I know this is true, can be more cruel than um, sometimes helpful to one another. Um, and then they had this place where they were, and it's amazing how quickly time has slipped by, um, to use social media meaningfully. So it's a place where we can bring awareness to causes. We can help encourage and support one another. We can acknowledge people that have done well that we want to lift up. Mm -hmm. And remember that it doesn't have to be where, oh, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. It's, oh, look at Abby, look at Matt, look at Toby. And if we point to others and we shine that spotlight on them, that's a more meaningful way to use social media. So it's producing something more positive. Yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. And then there is nothing is private, which we talked about. Yeah. So... Be positive, focus on others. And then the acronym was THINK. T is for truthful, so you should be truthful, but with respect. Um, H is uh, does it help? I is did it inspire? N is was it nice or necessary, the post? And K is was it kind? And I, I like that. That's a good I know. way of looking at it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so using those things are key. Now... The surprise. Okay. okay. So, Abby, uh -oh. let's talk about your movie. That's Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we just let the spotlight shine on you and the rest of the people that made your video and tell us the name of the video, um, where you're going in the next step of the competition process, mm -hmm. and all of that good stuff, and what the video is about. Of course. Film, well, whatever. The movie. <laughs> movie, yeah. Well, a couple months ago, me and a couple of friends... Uh, decided to participate in this film festival that was being held at the University of Central Florida by the name of Campus Movie Fest. They tour the country and go to different college campuses, and you know they have a little competition amongst the students. Uh, you know they get to su they get uh, to submit a film, a short film. Mm -hmm. They have one week to write and shoot and edit all of it. Mm -hmm. And this year we decided to uh, take up that challenge and. Um, it went we, well. It went very well. <laughs> we got two major awards at the ceremony, which was held on the 21st of February, I believe. Mm -hmm. 
and we were amongst the top the top four films. They select the top four from each school. And who's then, they? Although the board of judges, I guess, that work for the campus movie fest. Nice. And they select the top four films, and now we get to go to Atlanta this oh, wow. June to compete yeah. on a much more prestigious film festival. Terminus Film Fest is called. Hmm. And we should put hashtag Terminus in for it. sure. Yeah. And it's just a very surreal experience. I never thought our film would reach that far. Mm, it's really good for our listeners. Yeah. So I'm going to want to have the link so oh, we course. can uh, share it. We shared it on our YouTube channel. It's oh, called, well, I'll uh, grab it from there. Yeah, we created a YouTube channel because we do plan on making more films in the future. Um, it's called Unpeeled Productions. Mm-hmm. And the title of the film is Mordelin.exe. Hmm. Very nice. Make sure you add this to our show notes and sure. also for publication and a link where people can find it. Now, who else is on your team? Because well, it's not just you. It's no, all other uh, great people. Khalil, actually. He used Khalil, to work here. we miss you, Khalil. Yeah, we, we miss you, dude. I'll see you later. <laughs> He's my roommate and best friend. Um, he was part of the crew. Uh, there's also a really close friend of ours called uh, Jonathan Carter Bridges. He's like the producer. He provided all the cool gear that we use. That sounds like a very official name. Carter <laughs> Bridges. I mean, that sounds like a movie name yeah, for sure. He, go, he goes by Carter. But, I you like know, that. Yeah. Even Carter is official. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, another friend of ours called uh, Catherine Darnell, we recently just met last year, just working on different films that we had planned, and we just decided to team up again for uh, uh, CMF. Sorry, I was going to say UCF. Mm-hmm. And also Sebastian Ortega, a close friend of mine, and he was another actor. This is like a very small crew, five people, six. Or okay, so we're definitely going to have to make sure we tag them oh, no, yeah, in these sure. notes so that we can help bring more awareness to your, word, your yeah. movie. And yeah. we're just very excited to head to Atlanta. It's going to be a huge event. There's a lot of opportunities. A lot of people from Sony are going to be there. It's a good opportunity to network and get to know people in the industry. Very nice. Well, I know we're going to have to be wrapping up here. Toby, you've been more quiet than I've ever seen you. <laughs> so, um, so I'm going to go to, are we doing music to transition? Oh, we already we did it. Yeah, let's do it. All okay, right, here we go. Valencia Spotlight. Valencia Community College East Campus has this wonderful radio program, broadcasting program here. And we get to be in this studio every week. And we love you, Q. We love you, love you, Thank love you, Q. You. Thank you, Q. We love you, Jason. <laughs> and um, they have knowledgeable staff, fantastic environment. So thank you, Valencia College Radio. Thank you, Q. Now, Matt, do you want to sign us out? All right, well... Shout, we do our shout outs. Yep. So I'll do mine first. Mom and dad, as always. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, mom and dad. You don't have names, but we love you. (laughs) Okay, Abby. Uh, So we said shout out to my friends and family, everybody who tuned in to listen to us. And we also gave great shout outs to all the movie team. Of course, to my amazing team of friends who worked on the film. And Mm -hmm. we're trying to make our little official team. So love you guys. 
and here's hoping we make more stuff together in the future. That is true. Sibella? Uh, Toby. I want to give my... You can give a shout out to anybody you wish. Okay. I want to give my shout out to um, all the people out there who are working on their ideas and different things which they hold really dear. Um, I, I just want to say, you know, never give up. Hold, hold on to your ideas and you never know what will happen. Of course. Be encouraged, right? Yeah. Exactly. That's great. That was very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is good. That's an inspiring one. And my shout out goes to everybody that's in the room, all of my game team, the software team, um, all of the other people that are behind the scenes. Katrina, I love you also. Um, she's the one that puts all of these posts out there for us. And I want to give a shout out to Jason. So, yes, he's all over right. there. All righty. So, how to contact us? You can uh, do info at internpursuit.tech. The phone number is 321-2422-2166. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, listen to us live on Valencia College Radio, follow Intern Whisper, and you can watch us live on Facebook. So as we close the show, we want to thank you, our listeners, and we appreciate you and uh, look forward to your liking and sharing our show. Take us out.